How's it going? Happy Wednesday. Wednesday's my second favorite day of the week. Sunday's the first day. I don't want to discount Sunday. But thank you guys so much for coming tonight. Oh my gosh. Um, I actually asked Pastor Lincoln if I could share today. Um, the message that we heard last week, it hit me in such a place. And you guys, so if you weren't here last week, I'll just fill you in quickly. The sermon that Pastor Lincoln preached was called, I'm Not Okay. So essentially we talked about how it's okay to not be okay in church. And everybody got a prayer card and wrote something down on here. And Pastor Lincoln read them out loud. And I was like, oh my goodness, like so many people are dealing with very similar issues, um, but also issues that I've experienced. And I spent hours and hours and hours digging through the Bible. Thank you, darling. Um, trying to find my way through those types of seasons. Um, so I was like, please let me preach because I have so many scriptures I can like just like say, hey, this really works. <laughs> so, um, but I just wanted to thank you guys for letting me preach tonight. I love every single one of you so much, mom and dad. Thanks for coming. Love you guys. Um, so my husband wrote me a little post-it with the passcode for his little iPad here. He's nice. So, um, but yeah, I just wanted to um, just highlight for a second how cool it is to have a ministry like this for, for young adults or, or people looking for something on a Wednesday night. Like, I just feel so blessed to be a part of this. Um, I feel so, like, it was so cool the way me and Pastor Lincoln met and then, you know, we dated and then got into ministry and now we're married doing ministry and it's just bomb. Like, it really, really is bomb. Um, but I'm so grateful for YA friends, FRNDS friends. Everybody give a shout out if you're a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I also just want to thank God for this opportunity. Um, so let's give God a hand clap. And um, last but not least, I just want to give honor to Pastor Lincoln. Um, you guys don't get to see this all the time, but all the time at home that he puts in um, to studying and getting those sermons ready. Um, literally writing out experiences he just experienced because he was freshly learning that and it was such an experience for him he wants to bring it for you guys so let's give pastor lincoln a hand love you honey okay 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 so i really love these scriptures i'm going to share with you today so um take notes please take notes please take notes if you, wrote a, if you were here last week and you dealt with anything and you wrote down a card, you're going to want these sermons, or these um, scriptures, rather. Um, so I just want to talk about, um, you know, what we learned last week. This week we're going to talk about um, a huge next step after we accept Jesus or as, as we are learning how to do this Christian life. Um, we may have some hard days. We may have some smoother days. We may have days where they're extremely hard, but we learn great lessons. But, um, you know, despite everything that's so difficult, the reward in being a child of God is so, so much more compared to any of those issues. Can I get an amen for that? Right? So um, today I wanted to talk about um, walking in the spirit. Walking in the, oh, look at that. My husband made that graphic. That's so nice. Oh, you guys can sit down. Thanks. <laughs> so, um, 
we're going to do like points and scriptures in between. So um, I know I just had you standing for a while. Um, the first point I'm going to talk to you about is no more condemnation. So as we walk, as we're living this Christian life, we're walking in the spirit. One of the benefits, these, these points are actually going to be benefits um, we're going to talk about today. One of the benefits is no more condemnation. Um, so, you know, the condemnation, what that really is, is, um, you know, when you're condemned of something, you're, you're pretty much like, you've done this, you're sentencing someone to a particular punishment, or especially death, is an example of condemnation. Or another one is express complete disapproval of, typically in public. So neither of those are that great. No one likes to be condemned. So that's good. After we start walking with Jesus, we have no more condemnation. So the scripture, the first one I want to talk about, I am going to ask you guys to stand just for this one scripture out of tradition at YA. So come on and stand again. This scripture we're going to talk about is Romans 8, um, 1 through 4. So it is hefty, but please write down Romans 8, 1 through 4, because you're going to want to reference this later. Okay. Therefore, everyone said, therefore. There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by our flesh, God did by sending his own Son, who knew no sin, mind you, who knew no sin, in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh. All of our sin gets condemned in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the spirit of, I'm sorry, who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Father God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for the breath in our lungs, the food on our plates, the clothes on our back on. Thank you that we're not condemned. We're going to learn a lot about how we condemn ourselves today, not meaning to, but we do. But Lord, set us free from all of these things and, and fill us with the benefits of walking in the Spirit. Allow us to walk this out, God, day after day. So we just bless your name in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, you can sit now. So we're going to have more scripture, but I won't make you stand again. Don't worry. Okay. So as we, you know, we're looking at the scripture, the big parts of it, um, the big themes of today, we're going to talk about um, the law and the spirit. Um, the law, you know, people talk about the Old Testament, the Old Covenant, um, that being the law. And then when Jesus came, he brought the spirit or the new covenant, the new covering. Um, after he was crucified, sent to hell, beat death, hell in the grave, took the keys and rose again. Um, so those are the themes here. Um, but really one I want to highlight, there's no more condemnation for us who are in Christ Jesus. So for all of your past sins that you've done, sleeping around, smoking, whatever, um, drinking, um, having, having impure thoughts, all of these sins that we go through, when we ask for forgiveness, Jesus sets us free. Period. That's it. So don't condemn yourself. Don't let anybody else condemn you for the things you used to do in the past. Because when Jesus, when you welcome Jesus into your heart, you're washed by the blood, and you don't have to worry about those things anymore. 
So he was, he was crucified on the cross. He was sinless, but he represented sinful flesh. So the flesh was crucified and the flesh died so we can live. So that's really a lot about what this scripture is saying. Um, but the big takeaways I just needed you guys to know about was, you know, you are no longer condemned um, by anything you did in the past. So that is a huge celebration. But also stop condemning yourself. Don't think about the crap you used to do. God set you free. Jesus set you free from that. So just get out of that life. You can't move forward if you're constantly looking behind you. So. All right. Walking in the Spirit. Say walking in the Spirit. So the next point we're going to talk about, the other benefit, the next benefit of walking in the Spirit is your fruit will change. So I love all of the different stories in the Bible that talk about the fruit. Um, you know, if you're separated from the vine, you're not going to grow. Um, you know, the olive tree, um, if it's dead, it's worth nothing, and it'll be thrown into the fiery furnace. Um, but the one that we're going to talk about today, um, we're going to talk about fruit, secondly, but we're going to talk about acts of the flesh. So a lot of things that we wrote down here, um, were some of the things that were in this scripture. So I really wanted to talk about this. Um, so we're going to go to the next scripture, Galatians 5, 16 through 26. Please write that down. Galatians 5, 16 through 26. It's long, so you don't have to write down the full scriptures. Unless you want to. It's really good. So we're talking about walking in the Spirit, walking by the Spirit, denying our flesh, and walking in this new, in this new spiritual Christian life that we have. So this says, So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. So no matter what, they're opposite. If, you, if you're dealing with a flesh thing, if once you're away from that, that is the opposite. You know, they're just completely opposite sides of the spectrum here. So they are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. So the Spirit and the law, Spirit and the law. And then we're going to talk about the acts of the flesh. These are some examples. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Hear that? Obvious. We don't have to think too hard to realize that they are. Um, sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery. Debauchery is excessive indulgence in sensual pleasures. Idolatry and witchcraft. Um, that can be idolatry in a celebrity. Um, idolatry in... Um, in idols, um, in crystals, in um, tarot cards, things like that, all fall under here, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambitions, I'm out for me, I'm my number one, mm. dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. And Paul says in the last part here, I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. So we kind of, I mean, we kind of knew this. If in the Old Testament, if you did any of these things, you were condemned and then you were going to hell. So that was like the old news. But the good news um, 
in the next part, it talks about the fruit of the Spirit. So if you're operating in the Spirit, walking by the Spirit, um, growing closer to God, you're going to see parts of your life change. You're going to see your anger start to kind of diminish. It's like, that used to really set me off. And now I don't, I could care less. Like, I feel more of a peace about me now than I used to. Um, if I used to, be, used to be anxious every time I drove to work, not knowing what would happen, but now all of a sudden I feel a peace. Those are the fruits of the Spirit. When you start engaging with the Holy Spirit into everything in your life, this is the fruit that you're going to have. So the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. <sighs> Don't all those sound wonderful? All of those just sound so great. And so many of those are the opposite of what all we wrote down in these cards. Anxiety, lust, depression, anxious, or anxiousness, um, anger, um, bad thoughts about yourself. Just This is the fruit of the Spirit. Once you engage in this, this is the fruit you'll grow. So here's, I love this part. When I, when I was going through, um, you know, strengthening my life in Christ, this one sentence, after all of those wonderful fruits of the Spirit, this really stuck with me. Against such things, there is no law. So no matter what, no matter what law, the Old Testament doesn't matter. All of these wonderful fruits from the Spirit are higher than that, have a higher precedence than that. They, they're more long-lasting. So as you're producing these fruits in the Spirit, there's nothing that can wipe them out. So that um, is just a really, really cool thing. I really, um, I used to deal a lot with anxiety. Um, I had gone through a couple promotions at work, which is, was such a blessing and I actually prayed for it. But when I found out that... Um, I had the opportunity to apply for it. I actually had a, a, my, a, a panic attack is what it was. I couldn't, I was driving down the road and I had to pull off the side of the road. I was like, what is going on here? And then, you know, I prayed and I calmed myself down, but I realized like, oh, this is an attack. Like, you know, this is something that you, you're going through because, you know, you're being advanced in the kingdom. Your prayers have been answered you're believing in God and you're growing in your faith and this fruit is coming forth, but the enemy is going to come knocking. But what you do with that determines your next step. So when I realize, oh, this was just an attack, I must be getting that job. Because all I knew was it was available and I was applying for it. Well, guess what? I got the job. <laughs> so... But, like, these are just examples, you know, when you're walking in the fruit, you know, if you're encountering other things, just continuing to focus on Christ no matter what, that fruit is going to grow even more so when those things happen. So it's just continual, continual pursuit of God and pursuit of walking in the Spirit, and that's what you'll, you'll grow, all of those wonderful things. So... Um, lots of great scriptures today. <laughs> I was so excited. I couldn't decide which ones to really, like, narrow down to. So, um, but I thought all of them were really relevant. So we're going to move on to the next point. Um, a third benefit of walking in the Spirit is your thoughts will change. 
Isn't that great? Anybody have a day where you're just so exhausted, you're not even doing anything except thinking? <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, why am I so tired? It's like, oh. Or you'll like be in the middle of something, I'm like, why do I feel so just like, oh, I feel like gross and anxious, and I can't even remember why. And then when I forget the reason, I'm actually thankful. I'm like, oh, I feel better. But like, how much our thoughts control us? It really is just crazy. So you need to, you need to work at your thoughts. If you, if you do nothing about your thoughts, not even if you think about bad things, if you do nothing with your thoughts, you're going to drag more towards negativity. You're not going to grow more towards the spirit. Getting closer to the spirit and the spiritual thoughts and the good thoughts takes constant work every single day. So sometimes if you're, you know, you're really in your devotions, um, you know, you find a great word in the morning, you end up having a really great day because you're refreshed, you're strong in the spirit. It's not like you're watching um, crazy movies before you go to work and then you have a bad day. It's, it's when you do nothing. It's when you wake up and you're like, okay, fine, I'll just go to work and do my thing. And then you end up having kind of an off-kilter day because you didn't ready yourself that morning. You need to ready yourself to take on those those attacks on your thoughts. You need to guard your thoughts. You need to guard your heart because all of that is enemy territory every single day. So strengthening yourself, picking up your cross every morning, that gets you ready. Putting on the full armor of God um, is so important every single day. Um, so as we walk in the spirit, your thoughts are going to change. So this was a huge scripture um, when I was dealing with my anxiety through my work, but I've seen so much fruit out of this scripture. So we're going to go over Philippians 4, 6 through 9. So write that down. These are long, but just write Philippians 4, 6 through 9. I'm serious. You guys need to study these, you know, read them through once a day. If you're having a bad day or you're starting your devotions, these are going to be beautiful, beautiful scriptures to strengthen you. Okay. Be honest, and there's probably 20 people in the room. Who wrote down anxiety on these cards last week? Come on. Okay. There's a lot of us in here. So the scripture's for you. Do not be anxious about anything. Say it again. Do not be anxious about anything. I can walk away. I have this one memorized. But by prayer and petition, so praying to God, with thanksgiving, thanking him before you dive into your prayer of God, I need this, God, I need that. Re present your request to God. So you, you dive into prayer. You first, the moment you feel anxious, stop it and start praying. So by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So I have another story. This is another part, one of my first testimonies. In my early 20s, um, I dated a boy for a couple of years, and um, we broke up. And I was devastated. It was like, you know, a first love. And I felt such, such a pain inside of me I never, ever, ever felt in my life. So I drove myself home. My mom was asleep in her bed, and I was like, Mom! We broke up. I'm, like, feeling so awful. And she, you know, it was more dramatic. But um, I, cl I, 
I was 20. I was 20 when this happened. I climbed in bed with my mama, and she prayed for me. But I just want to tell you something. I was not going to church at this time. I was 20 years old, living my, living my best worldly life. And I had this pain that I couldn't do anything with. I needed something more powerful than just me. So I climbed in bed with my mom, just like I did when I had bad dreams when I was a kid. This is what I did. I would go into my, mom, my parents' room and crawl in bed and say, I had a bad dream, pray for me. So I said, Mom, can you please pray for me? So I had, you know, at the time it was the most painful thing I had ever gone through. The most pain I've ever experienced. She prayed. It felt like a cloud of peace descended on me. And it was the most peaceful I had ever felt in my entire life. You tell me that's not God. So I got myself to church on Sunday. <laughs> and that's where my walk began. I saw, I saw that power. But it was... You know, it was because of the prayer. So do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So I experienced that, and this is one of my favorite scriptures, and I will talk to you guys about it all the time. <laughs> but um, I want to read the rest. So Paul goes on to say, finally, brothers and sisters, so here's about your thoughts. Here's about your thoughts. Focus in. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, worthy, think about such things. Let that pause for a second. All of those wonderful words. How much time do you spend thinking about things like that? Or just thinking about your regular day-to-day -day stuff. You have to put forth effort to think of things like this. Stop watching Family Guy. What are the other shows? I can't even think. Stop, no, that's not even that bad. He said The Simpsons. That one's, that one's not as bad. <laughs> but stop watching those things. Stop, stop reading those things. Stop listening to those things. Start filling your mind with these things. Think about these things, Paul says. Paul was pretty wise. He, he wrote the majority of, you know, half of the, the New Testament, at least half. So he really has good words. You should listen to him. So this is the point. You know, really, really, really focus on these things. And then Paul says, Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. Get that peace. Okay, so the last point I want to talk to you about today. That's a sad drum roll. Um, so the, the last benefit I want to talk to you, not the last benefit, but my fourth benefit of walking in the Spirit is prayer requests become praise reports. Who's excited, man? That's cool. So, you know, all of these things that we were praying for, walking in the Spirit, turns all of this into your praise report. Just like when I had the breakup when I was 20, that, this has literally been my, one of my first testimonies. And I'm, that's why I love talking about singleness. And, you know, you can't be a half person looking for your other half and putting your whole self into that. Like, you need to spend time becoming a whole. And I'm, I thank God... He didn't let me get married until I was 32 years old. 
I was so, so thankful for that because I needed that time to grow. I needed that time to overcome um, just dependencies and anxieties and uncertainties in myself. Like, I needed to learn how to walk with Christ. I needed to walk in the Spirit. So this, the prayer requests that I had are the praise reports I have today. Same with you guys. So the last scripture I'm going to talk about is James 5, 16. Um, I don't think I gave that one to you, so I'll just read it. Oh, here it is. Thanks, Greg. Um, it says, Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. A prayer of a righteous person is powerful. So this is where the friends come in. Um, you guys... You know, this is a fantastic group to meet people, to hang out with people, um, but just to also pray with each other. Like, when you're being a listening ear, this is something that drives me nuts <laughs> when people do. And it was kind of bad for a while because I wouldn't talk to people. But if I was going through something, you know, I would start to say, like, hey, I'm having a really hard time. This is what I'm going through. And they'll stop and say, oh, my gosh, I know. I had that happen to me the other day. And then they would start t telling me their story. And I was like, but I really need to confide in you. Can, can I tell you my full story? So I just have some advice. When, when you guys are praying for one another, listen to their whole story. Listen to what is really tearing them up. Listen to, listen to them all the way. Pray for them. Encourage them. Give them what they need from that spiritual friend in Christ. And then if you have something you're going through, ask if they'll listen to you next. And you get to have your whole spiel of saying what's bothering you. Because it is sad if, if people don't know how to have those communications and conversations when you're trying to help someone. Sometimes you just... It's, a, it's a, um, a negativity battle. Like, well, my life is worse. I'm going through a lot more worse things than you. You shouldn't worry about your stuff. But it just leads to just a depressing conversation on both sides, and no one gets anywhere. <laughs> so my advice to you, um, you know, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so, so you may be healed. You need to do this. This is scripture. And you have a whole bunch of people all around you that love and care about you. So you can't say you don't have anybody to pray for you. But a prayer of a righteous person is powerful. So to summarize today, I was just so thrilled to share this because when we were going through all of this stuff, I had just scriptures popping in my head, popping in my head. I'm like, okay, wait, no, this is great. No, this one's even better. It's all good stuff, really. It's the Bible. But um, as we walk in the Spirit, just remember, there's no more condemnation. So stop condemning yourself for what you did. Love yourself the way Jesus loves you. Forgive yourself the way Jesus forgave you. Stop condemning yourself for your past. Change your fruit. Walk in the Spirit. Grow that love. Grow that joy. Grow that peace. Don't you want that? Grow those things. Change your thoughts. Think about what's lovely. Think about what's admirable. Think about what's pure. Think about what's true. Think about things that are excellent and praiseworthy. Change your thoughts. 
and get those prayer requests and talk to your friends, talk to a pastor, talk to your neighbor, talk to your parents, anybody that you can confide in. And you will see those prayer requests soon start to shift, soon start to change. The Lord's going to take you through a path. It may not be short, but the Lord works in ways that we have no understanding about. So let him do his thing. And that prayer request will soon become your praise report and your testimony. So I just want to close today. You know, we were talking about walking in the spirit. Um, I know a lot of you have been coming here for some time, um, or maybe your very first time. It may be your first time in a church. Maybe your first time hearing a word. Um, so I just wanted to give the opportunity. If anybody has not said yes to Jesus yet. Saying yes to Jesus was the best decision of my life. I think, I, I remember being very, very little. And um, we had music playing in the car. I was in a, I must have been in a car seat. And I was told Jesus was in my heart. So when the music was playing in the car, I was like leaning over and my mom was like, what are you doing? I think it was my mom. And I was like, oh, Jesus is in my heart. So I was just wanting him to hear the music because it was Christian music that they were playing. So it's just, just funny stuff, right? But, um, but asking Jesus into your heart not only can take away all of the uncertainties of your future, the uncertainties of if you're loved, the uncertainties of where you're going to end up when you're no longer on this earth anymore, but it's going to bring you such reward, such reward, especially walking in the Spirit. So saying yes to Jesus and believing that the Holy Spirit is inside of you and that he's working through you. The power that rose Jesus from the grave lives inside of us. And we just have to say yes to Jesus to recognize that. So I would like everybody to close their eyes and bow your heads just for privacy. This is a God in you moment. to give the opportunity if anybody has heard this message today and wants this Jesus this savior of the world the person that died on the cross for our sins who knew no sin he became the sacrifice the flesh sacrifice for sin so we can be saved I just want to give an opportunity if anybody wants to to give their life to Jesus today so we'll just start with a prayer. Father God, thank you so much for this word. Thank you for downloading it into my heart today. But Lord, we just want to reach people that have not surrendered to you, that have not given their lives to you yet, Lord. So in this next moment, we just pray that you unlock people's hearts. I pray that you let guards down and you break chains off. Allow people to not be afraid. Allow people to run into your arms as fast as they can, God. Thank you, Jesus. So I just would like anybody who wanted to give their heart to Jesus today, if you could slip your hand up. Eyes still closed, please. Anyone online, put it in the chat. Okay. All right, thank you so much. So we're going to pray together because we pray as a family. Just repeat after me. Father God, 
Thank you so much for sending your son Jesus who was absolutely perfect and knew no sin but died on the cross just for me. I thank you that he walked to Calvary and that he died and rose again just so I can be free. So today I give my life to you, Jesus, from this day forward, and I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Woo. Okay. So um, we're going to have, in a few minutes, we'll have the prayer team come up, but I would like us just to kind of have a bit of worship, whatever you guys want to sing. Go ahead. We're just going to have a few moments with, with Jesus right now in worship. God, if you guys just want to raise your hand, I'm going to bless you. And then after that, I'm going to have the prayer team come up. Anybody that wants prayer, please come forward. Um, Father God, thank you so much for your powerful word, for your word that was, was written the day the world began, God. And thank you, God, that it holds so true today as it did the very first day you wrote it. So I thank you for the truth. Thank you for the rock that we can stand on, Jesus Christ. I bless everybody today. Allow this word to be sown into their hearts. Allow this to take root, deep, deep roots, and allow this to grow. Allow them to remember that they have no more condemnation when they said yes to you. Thank you, God, that please remind them that their fruit can change, their thoughts can change, and those prayer requests can become praise reports. So I just bless everybody right now in Jesus' name. Thank you guys online. Love you so much. Everybody have a good rest of your week. Please come up for prayer. Come up for